Hello, my darling friend. Okay, this episode is a very special IGTV Instagram live that I ran. It is about 45 minutes long and I was sharing with my gorgeous audience about niching. And I know a lot of you listen to the podcast and you have a business or you are a coach or you want to be a coach. Now, this is going to be helpful for those of you who are coaches, but also if you're not a coach and you have a business and you want to learn about why you need to choose who you help and how you help them uh, and niching. And maybe you've had issues with the word niche or niche if you're in America. This uh, episode is going to support you. I am sharing live. I love my Instagram audience. I love you, my podcast listener. And I know that sometimes people don't always catch what I share over there. So hence why on the podcast, I want to share with you when it's juicy when it's helpful, I really want you to hear it. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm also sharing about the Startup Squad. If you are interested in learning more about what that is, head to the show notes or just shoot me a DM on Instagram, Erica over at the Queen of Confidence. You can email support at the Queen of Confidence. You can reply. You can hit us up. I'm happy to tell you more about the Startup Squad if you're wanting to grow your coaching business. All right. Enough from me. Enjoy today's episode. Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. My friend, welcome. We are talking about business today. I am live and I want to share with you around niching. So if you are in business, if you are a coach, if you want to be a coach, if you're in any kind of business, you want to hang out with me for the next 20, 30 minutes, have a listen to this. And I would love, good morning. Hello. I would love for you to get involved in this conversation. If you're here, let me know in the chat where you are tuning in from. Give me some hearts. Give me some love. Give me some 100s. Uh, we are co-creating. What's up, Anna? We got startup squad in the house. <sighs> I'm ready. I don't have my face on yet, but that's okay. I got my coffee and I'm lit. I'm excited. I love my life and I'm happy that you're here. I wanted to chat about this topic because it is big. It is big. It is big. It is big. If you're not a coach, you're still going to get lots from this. But if you are a coach, it's going to be even juicier for you. Okay. We got Australia. We got Sacramento in the house. We got Perth WA in the house. What is up? Linda's here. Yay! I love you. I'm so happy that you're here, everybody. Okay, cool. Yeah, Anna. Hashtag Startup Squad. So I run a program called the Startup Squad, and it's for female coaches who are starting out, meaning they're making under 20K a month, and they want to have more influence. They want to change the damn world. They want to have more impact, and they want to make income. They want to make money, and they want to do it organically through growing a cult-like following, an audience, a community that they can monetize with integrity and authenticity, not be gross and yucky and cold DMing people because that shit's yuck. No bro marketing up in here. What is good? What is good? Okay, so I wanted to talk about this today because it is a thing that many people do not like. And let me know if you've heard of niching before or if you're in America, you're saying niche niching. 
It's so weird. I'm American, but I live in Australia and I just can't say niche because it feels like I got an itch in the niche. It's just weird. So I say niche because I'm Australian now, y'all. Stop playing. So we're going to talk about niching and the importance of why niching matters and why it's good for you. Do you have to? No, you don't have to. Nobody's going to make you do it, okay? Nobody's going to make you, but I'm going to give you some other side, maybe controversial shit so that you can think about it in a different way. So if we talk about niching and I'll talk about me and my program with my coaches and who I help and what I did um, (laughs) and why we do niching. So I don't know about you, but I have a big legacy to leave on the planet. I have big impact to make. I want to help billions, millions, trillions of women in the world. Okay, I'm here to help all the women of the world. However, that is a big chunk of people, big chunk of people, big legacy, big work. And we all got to start somewhere. How do you eat that big ass elephant? You bite the fucking baby toe. You got to chew on the toe. You can't be trying to eat the whole elephant. You, you're going to, it won't happen. It'll never happen. It's having these big ass audacious goals. And because the goal is so big, let me know if this is you. The goal is so big. It's so tremendous. It's so huge that you have no idea where to start. And then you never start. Or you overwhelm yourself and you procrastination station and you're at the procrastination station forever, never jumping on that train, never actioning the thing that you want to action. So the goal for me today is to explain why niching matters to me. Doesn't mean it matters to you, but why I am so uh, onto it, why I created a part of my program where we talk about who your ideal client is, why we try to figure out who you help, how you help them and why you help that person which means your life story, you unravel your story. So I want to talk about niching because I think it's important that we know who we're helping. And one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest problems that I see in the coaching world is women. I help women and I help coaches. Female coaches get overwhelmed with how noisy the internet is. Let me know. Do y'all feel like the internet is noisy? Do you feel like Instagram's noisy? Do you feel like every, every second person is a coach? Everybody's doing the same shit that you do. Everybody's trying to get the same people. Right. A lot of the women that I speak to are like, man, it's noisy. I'm competing. I'm looking to the sidelines competition. There's so many people. Why should I matter? Why am I different? When you niche and when you tell your story and when you show up and when you claim your space, when you own your throne, okay, you get to claim your space. You get to become specialized in the thing that you do. And nobody could do what you do the way you do it. Nobody can. So Linda can talk about confidence in the way Linda talks about it, with Linda's life experience. The way I talk about confidence is going to be my life experience, my style. Who's right? Nobody. Who do you resonate with? Who you resonate with? So there's enough for us to all get some. Number one, there's no need to worry about competition. Gross. Like, change the subject. Think about something else. We don't have to worry about competition. What's up, beautiful disruptions in the house? We got the startup squad in the house. My beautiful clients are here and they are doing this, right? They are claiming their space. They are creating their shit. They are making their moves. They are creating their own intellectual property, their own process, their own way, their own style, their own communities. And there is enough for all of us. If you are a coach, the world fucking needs you like yesterday. The world, this world especially needs what we have to offer. And there is no, uh, there is nothing that's going to change that we're not going to be needed. If anything, we're going to be needed even more. So one of the powerful things about niching, and I'm going to give you a few examples. If you're like me and you fought this for a long time, I fought this and I hated it and it triggered me. And I was like, I'm helping everybody. I'm going to help everybody. I'm going to help everybody. I'm not going to niche down. I don't want to just help that person. I want to help all the people, right? And I feel you if that's you. That was me my whole fucking life. I was like, how can I minimize my big ass impact that I came here to make? What's up, Steph? 
how can I minimize that impact? I was like, no way, I'm not doing that. So what happens when you try to eat that fucking elephant and you're like, I'm not going to take a little bite. I'm going for the legs. I'm going to eat the whole thing. Number one, you fail. Number two, you don't eat shit. Number three, you get overwhelmed. Your eyes are bigger than your mouth, as they say, right? You mean well. You mean well. However, the end result is you don't do shit. So I want you to think about your business. I want you to think about your impact. I want you to think about your legacy. Yo, where are you at? If you came here to leave a legacy, give me some hearts. Give me some hundreds. Give me some whatever you want to give me. If you know you came here to leave legacy and do big work in the world, give me something. Let me know. What's up, Janice? Let me know if that's you because that's definitely me. That is definitely me. And I look at my business and my journey as stepping stones, right? There's a, there's a lake and there's a bridge and we're taking steps across the bridge. Thank you for the hearts. Thank you for the love. We're taking steps across the bridge. We're not jumping across that fucking bridge. That's a long ass bridge. You got to take step by step, one foot in front of the other foot, right? If you try to be uh, impatient and jump seven steps or seven stones, your ass is going to slip because it's watery and then you're going to fall flat on your face. So I'm like, be patient, be humble, take it easy. One step in front of the other step, one step in front of the other step. Yes, it's boring. Yes, it's not as exciting as skipping all the steps and moving really fast and putting a turbocharger on your fucking back. But guess what? You do the right thing. You move and you know and you get experience and you understand the nuances of those stones where the rushed person doesn't get that. They fall off. They fall into the water. They're wet. Now their feet are slippery and you're walking and you're being patient. It's like the tortoise and the hair shit, right? So I look at my business as stepping stones. Right now, my first stepping stone when I launched my business in 2018, when we had no fucking money and we had nothing, we were in debt and I had no clients. I had like a thousand followers on Instagram. I hated Instagram for the record. I hated that shit. I was like, I hate the follow unfollow. I was looking at my follower count. I was angry. I was frustrated. I don't know about you, but I did not like the gram back then. Okay. And I was like, I want to help women with self-confidence. That's what I want to do. I was not business coaching. I was not doing retreats. I was not doing power couples with my husband. I wasn't doing that. I was helping women with self-confidence in the sisterhood, which is my year-long coaching program for women who want to reclaim their confidence, change their fucking life, create what they desire. Very clear. Very clear. That's who I helped. I had my little hot pink sequence blinders on and I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like laser focused. That's who I help. Do you help men? No. Do you help 14 year old girls? No. Can you help my sister's brother's fucking dog? No. (laughs) Nope. This is who I help. This is what I do. You like it. You don't like it. That's it. This is me. So I said no to a lot and I was focused and that's what I did. Hey, sisterhood. Hey, you're wearing your sisterhood t-shirt right now. Yes, Tessa. So I was focused on doing the sisterhood. I was so streamlined. That program, within a year and a half, made seven figures. We made over a million dollars in that sisterhood program because I was focused on who I was helping. And that's all I did. I didn't talk about other shit. I wasn't doing massage therapy, fucking Reiki, salsa dancing on the weekends, doing arts and crafts, helping women, also helping men, working at a veterinarian shop. I was focused on one thing, okay? Why am I telling you this? Obviously, I'm on some Tony Robbins shit and I'm going to help everybody. And now I want to help women in business. I want to build a school. I have big ass audacious goals and dreams. But in that first year, I took a, a straight line and I took step by step. If I got impatient and was like, I also want to help coaches. Like, girl, you just built a coaching business. How are you about to go help coaches when you haven't even proven your business yet? 
So a little bit of fucking humble pie goes a long way. Just a little side note for all of y'all. I love you. I love the excitedness, but there's a little bit of humble shit that we need to work on. And that integrity is important. It's not about money. It's not about followers. It's not about likes. It's not about looking cute and getting PR. It's about genuinely having a sustainable fucking business that you're doing the right thing. So please, 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 please be with me on that. So we did our thing. We killed it. We, we then launched the online sisterhood, global sisterhood, got women on that program. So now I'm deep, I'm knee deep in sisterhood, like maybe three years, four, almost four years, three years. The pandemic happens. I start growing my business and other coaches start following me. And they're like, Erica, how did you build this coaching business so quick? Erica, how did you do this? So then I'm like, maybe I could help coaches. And I trialed the model for nine months and I fucking helped the shit out of these six coaches. And it was incredible. And then I went off and said, I'm going to help coaches and do this. Now there's a secondary business, secondary program. Sorry. Make sense? Two things. But I already had one. Some of us are trying to do 17 things at once. In your bio, it's like I'm a massage therapist and I also sell Arbonne makeup and doTERRA oils and I'm a fucking shamanic life coach. And you're like, what? Your client's confused. What? How? Do, who do you help? Who is your client? There's a very simple question that a lot of coaches can't answer. What problem do you solve and for whom? Who do you help? Who's your client? What problem do you solve? Who your client is, is not a 55 to 65 year old woman who doubts herself. That's a demographic. That's not a person. The person is a 20 year old single woman, right? The person is a dentist, a female dentist. The person is a female life coach. Does that make sense? So I want to share this example with you because I think it's really important. If we want to build a successful business and we don't know who we're helping, we have no clarity on who, we're not going to have clarity on how. Does that make sense? If you don't have clarity on who you help, you're not going to have clarity on how you can help them, meaning they're not going to get results, meaning they're not going to get, they're not going to pay you. Nobody's going to go, you're amazing at your coaching. I want to work with you. You're not going to build that thing out. So this is called slow down to speed up. And we hate it. We hate it. We are impatient as fuck. And we're impatient because we don't really believe that what we want is coming. I don't know how my ass cheeks are going to be on Oprah's couch. I have no idea how my butt cheeks are going to be sitting on Oprah's couch. (laughs) Like straight up, I'm going to say it like that. I don't know. But it's going to happen. When my ass cheeks, how old my ass cheeks will be, where in the world that's going to be, I don't know. But you better believe that I know like I know like I know that shit is done. Mi culo va a estar en el sillón de Oprah y se acabó. Cuando y donde y como, I don't know. But I'm keeping and doing what I need to do and letting go of the how and it's going to happen. So we have got to slow down. Yes, we have to slow down to speed up. It's our impatience. It's our impatience and lack of true belief that we are going to get what we want That's why we are impatient. That's why we try to do all the things and juggle all the balls and help all the people and take that money. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll help you. Why are you you helping everybody? That's scarcity. Because you don't believe that what you want is actually coming. And I'm like, that shit's knocking. It's on its way. Right now, someone is on their way to working with you. Right now, in this minute, they're thinking about you. They're doing something to organize themselves to come your way. But your impatience and your lack of self-belief fucks it up. So I want to give you an example. Let's say you're a coach and you want to help women with their body image. (laughs) I love you ass cheeks. You're a coach and you want to help women with their self-love and body image. 
Hello, that is needed so badly, is it not? There's so much body dysmorphia and shit out there in the world. So you're a coach and you want to help women with their body image to look better in their body, to feel good physically. Their image is important to them. Now I'm going to ask you, a 20-year-old woman, a 20-year-old woman who doesn't work, she's 20 years old, she's kind of drifting around, maybe she's a student and she kind of cares about her body. Or a 40-year-old executive woman, a businesswoman who cares about her body. Who is more willing, who's going to jump, open her wallet and fucking pay you and go, shit, I got to work on my body. I need to sort this out. I need to. I must sort this out. Who's like, yeah, that would be nice. And who's like, fuck, I need to. You let me know. Example number two, I'm single and I'm looking for love. I'm 20 and I'm single and I'm looking for love. I'm 40, I'm divorced, I'm single and I'm looking for love. Who has more urgency? Who's more willing to hire a relationship coach? Who's more willing to put money, time and energy behind working on finding the love of their life? I'm not saying the 20-year-old doesn't care, but the 20-year-old has time. They're 20. There's not a lot of pain At 20, there's so much going on. The 40-year-old thinks that they old. I'm 39, 40 is not old, okay? Let me just tell you that right now. 5% of the 100 are willing to pay right now. So listen to me. The 40-year-old who's single feels it more. She feels it more because the world has told her that 40 is old, that if you're not, if you're still single at 40, there's something wrong, blah, blah, blah. She is in more urgency. She is in more need. She is more willing to open her wallet and fucking work with you. That's a bigger problem for her versus the 20 year old single chick who's getting drunk partying on the weekends. I'm not saying all 20 year olds do that. I'm just using a massive generalization to give you an example. Do you understand the example? You know what I'm saying? I'm giving examples, right? I help women with self-confidence. I know because I'm a fucking mother that a mother is more willing to pay a coach to work on her confidence and heal her trauma. Why are mothers more willing? They don't want to hand it down to their kids. Does that make sense? I'm not saying that both not willing. I've got single women in the sisterhood who are willing to work on their trauma because they're smart and they want to work on their shit and they ain't playing. But the reality is my niche is going to be a mother because she has to do something about it. She needs to. Her pain point, her need, her desire is more willing. My phone broke. Do I need a new phone? Uh, It's fucking broken. My phone's old. I could get a new phone. I don't really need a new phone. My phone's broken. I need a new phone yesterday. Make sense? So your job as a coach when you're niching is to find out who is the who. Yeah, everybody would book you. Sure. But when it comes to actually going, yo, Erica, I'm serious. I need to grow my business. I love how you've done it. I see what you're doing. I love your content. I'm fucking ready. Here's my money. Let's go. And let me show up to the calls and ask you questions and coach with you. I'm not playing. Let's go. That is different. That's a different distinction of someone going, yeah, 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 yeah. I need to work on that. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I should do that. But will you though? 
Is it, an, is it enough of an urgency? Is it enough of a problem? Is it enough of a pain point? Is it enough of a desire that you must do something about it? You have to do something about it. What happens with couples? They're about to get a divorce. All of a sudden, therapy is a good idea. Why don't you do couples therapy the minute you meet? The minute you fucking meet so that you could prevent that shit. No, most people will not. Most couples will not work on their relationship until there's a fucking problem. When there's a problem, that shit's loud. Then all of a sudden they got money to pay for the therapist or the coaching sessions and the couple's coaching. All of a sudden they're interested. You know what I'm saying? So our job as business owners, our job as coaches in our stepping stone, remember I said it's not the end of the day. This is not all I'm doing. I'm doing everything. I'm doing everything like J-Lo is going to do everything. I'm going to do everything, but we're not going to do it all at once. So you have to have humbleness. You have to be fucking strategic. You have to know what you're doing. You have to know who you're talking to and who you're helping in which phase of your business growth of your ecosystem. Yeah. So most of us don't have the self-belief to have that. Uh, what's the word called? Uh, fuck. What's the word? What's the word? It's not patience. It's like, um, Damn it. Help me out, y'all. What is that word? Um, discipline. That's the word. Most of us don't have the discipline to go put that over there for later. I'm coming back to you. I'm going to do this right now. And that is for even later. My book is over the year. Not, I got to do it all right now. I got to help everybody right now. I got to do it all right now. Faith is another word. Discipline. Faith. We don't believe. So our impatience, our immaturity, our youngness, our scarcity, our lack takes over and we think we're going to fucking help everyone. I'm sorry. And this might be my opinion. It is my opinion, actually. As a woman, my husband coaches men. As a woman, I don't coach men. I never had an interest to, so it's not my jam, but some women will. And for me, I have lived experience being a woman. I have lived experience being a woman of color. I have lived experience lacking confidence. I have lived experience with sexual trauma. I have lived experience doubting myself. I have lived experience with building my business from nothing. I have lived experience. So when I sit across from you and I say to you, listen, I got you. I get you. I hear you. I understand. I understand you and I see you and I'm the same as you. And just because you feel that way, it doesn't mean that's true. It doesn't mean you can't create what you want. It doesn't mean that you should care what people think about you. It doesn't mean because you came from the hood, you can't create something. It doesn't mean because you have no followers, you're not going to make it. Look at me. I got you. I did that. We can fucking do this. And you don't need paid ads and funnels and bullshit. You don't need to do that. Let me tell you what I did. Let me hold your hand and walk with you. This is the path I took. And this path may help you too, because we're similar. And I get you. And I can look at you fucking right through your soul and feel you on that. I can't do that to a man who's experiencing something I've never experienced. I can't do that to someone who I haven't lived what they're living. Does it mean you can't help them? No. It's, this is Erica's opinion. This is, you're saying my values, okay? My values are if I've went through it and if I've lived it and if I've overcome it and I've found a way through, I now, I now could, could teach you. We could try it. And if it works for you, fuck, maybe it works for her. Shit, now I can help people. Before I launched my coaching business, I practiced for nine months with a small group of women. Nine months is a long time. Some people don't have patience for nine fucking days. Nine months. I didn't take anybody else as a client. 
These women fucking some one of my clients had one hundred and sixty four thousand dollars she made in that time we worked together. Thirty four K launches fucking people made money. They were killing it. These women. And only then did I go. All right. Now I can help women grow their business. It's one thing for me to grow my business, be the fucking unicorn. And now it's another thing to take six women and they get results. Okay, now let's go. It's game time. Most people will not be that fucking patient. Most people will not be that disciplined to actually sit there, think about the end game of their their clients, get the result, get the testimonials, then build something off the back of that. Most people won't do that. They're like, no, I want to do that shit yesterday. And I'm like, cool, cool, no judgment. But if you're looking at people, check their values. That's my values. I'd rather sit here patiently knowing before I go out and say some bullshit. I know what I'm doing. I know that that shit works. I know like I know. And I've got the fucking results behind me. And that only happens when you know who you help, when you get clarity on their problem and you understand what they desire and your promise Your promise to them is, here's your problem. Here's the solution I'm going to promise for you. And these are the steps to that. Not the steps to the whole fucking world, the steps to that. And most of us don't have that shit. Did you do coaching certification? What are your thoughts? I feel like life experience is powerful and potent. I'll talk about that in a second. Should you do that for free to start off? So with coaching, when I started coaching, I just paid. I spent $160,000 on credit cards. There was no afterpay, okay? On credit cards and loans. In order to heal my life, I had a fucked up life, like fucked up. Okay. I should be on the streets on drugs. I shouldn't even be where I am, how I am. I shouldn't be okay. I don't actually know how I am. Thank goodness, because I should be fucked. So I paid money and then I sat with my mentors and they poured into me and they taught me and they shared with me and they gave me books and they trained me. I'm so blessed. I got amazing people that taught me what they were teaching me after I went through it, after I healed my shit. Some people, start healing their shit and then they want to help people. And I'm like, "Mm, maybe keep healing your shit. Maybe keep going for yourself first. That's the best way to learn. So I didn't get a certificate, but I'm right now getting a certificate because I'm building a school. So me and my husband are going to have coach certification. We want to certify people who want to be coaches in our way. Coaches and spiritual healing people. Because again, the spiritual healing world doesn't have, like people aren't getting initiated to do cocoa ceremonies. What the fuck? That is appropriation of another culture. People aren't getting initiated to put their hands on people, call themselves a shaman. Like my husband's not a shaman. He doesn't live in fucking Peru. He's not a shaman. He will practice shamanic uh, practices, but he's not a shaman. So we have issues with the coaching industry and the spiritual industry. And instead of talking shit about it, we're going to do something about it. So I am going to do that. So we're going to qualify and do that. So I'm getting my certificate right now, which you shouldn't have to. But if I'm going to certify someone, here's my fucking values and my integrity again. How am I going to certify you when I didn't get a certificate? Do I think the certificate is important? No. What I'm learning is not mind-blowing. I actually learned thousands of times better shit working with who I worked with, but I'm doing the paper thing to do the right thing so that when we have a school, we can actually help people. So life experience is potent. The problem with life experience is someone's like, oh my God, this book has changed my life. Holy shit. I read the book. I practiced it in my life. Now I can teach people. And I don't agree with that. I don't agree with because I want to help people and I'm a nice person. I'm going to go coach them because the problem with coaching for me and a lot of people don't say this, but for me, coaching isn't just 
asking you questions. For me in the coaching world, I work around trauma. So I go from coaching into inquiry into it's fucking intermixes because of my life and my experience. So just your desire to help people is not enough. You can actually hurt people. So what we don't understand is when you open someone up and they start sharing something that you don't have the capacity to hold and you don't know where to take them. And now they're in some place where you can't help them. They can't help themselves. And I feel as a practitioner, it's our responsibility where we lead our clients to how we leave our clients. And so for me, I don't fuck around with that space. I like to I want to teach people how to work with that. So that's to me doesn't mean it's true. Um, and I did do a free client in the beginning. My client. Hey, what's up, girl? Confidant. My girlfriend's here. So it's, it's big. It's big work doing this. You're like, you're messing with people's lives. And can you help people? Of course, but not because you helped yourself. It is one thing to help yourself. It's another thing to learn the skills and the tools, which I think that's what coaches don't have. We don't have the skills and the tools. Can you get that from a school? Yes, but you can also get that from a training. You can get that from this training. You can get that from a four-day NLP. You can get that from learning a Sedona method. You can get that from sitting with Gabor Mate's Compassionate Inquiry. You can get that from Spiral. You can get a little bit of that from over there. You can go to Tony Robbins' training. Like You can take pieces and become who you are as a coach. You don't have to go to a school and get the certificate that says you're a coach because I've met those coaches too and they still lack confidence. So you got to find what's right for you. I can't answer that for everybody. Um but it's big. So we're building a training. So it's not going to be like a physical school, but we are building a training because instead of talking shit about it, I want to be a solution. So we are going to be able to go, Erica, I want to be a coach. What I do come this way. Let's do this. And I can't wait. And one of my trainings, I cannot wait. I'm already writing it up. And it's like the art of the loving bitch slap. And I think it's important. (laughs) I love you. Thank you. Okay. So back to the niche. It's important. If you don't know who you're talking to and you don't have clarity on the who, It's going to mess with everything, your freebie, your lead magnet, the program that you create, the courses, why nobody's paying you, why you don't have an audience. What does everybody say on social media? Niche. You have to know who you're talking to. Who are you speaking to? I talk to everybody. How? How are you talking to everybody? And Seth Godin, who's an amazing marketer, he's that older man with the glasses. When you talk to everyone, you speak to no one. When you talk to everyone, you talk to no one. It is better to take a little slice of the pie than try to take the whole fucking pie. It is better. Uh, Dean Grazzi, who was a mentor of mine for a little while, he would say, we go fishing for salmon. And if you're a vegan, I'm sorry, this is just an example. We go fishing in the ocean for salmon. You don't just rock up to the ocean, any part of the ocean at any time with a big fucking net and be like, all right, salmon, you're going to catch tires and fucking bullshit. Where's the salmon in the ocean? What part of the ocean? What kind of boat do you need to get? What kind of fishing hook? What kind of bait do the salmon like? The salmon don't eat the same shit that the shark eats or the same shit that the guppy fish eat or the Nemo fish. It's important that you are trying to go for that, not everything. And if you don't know what you're going for and you don't have that clarity, your whole fucking business, I promise you, this is a gift, okay? Your whole fucking business is going to be all over the place, unorganized. No, you're not talking to anyone. You can't get legitimate clients. You don't have 50K months consistently. You'd be like, I made 10K, then I made nothing. And I'm like, that's not a 10K a month business. So it's important when you realize that you in your life have an experience. I'll tell you about what we talk about in the Startup Squad. In the Startup Squad, there's a section called Impact and Influence. And we unravel your story. So who are you? What have you lived? What have you been through? What experiences have you had? What have you overcome? What have you learned? What are your tools? What do you specialize in? What do you know that everybody always comes to you for that? 
and you're great at that and you're passionate about that. Cool. That's your story. That's your experience. No one can take that away from you. You don't need to go to college for your story and your experience. Thank you, Brie. I love you. She says, loving the squad. Highly recommend. Brie is amazing. She's incredible. Go and follow Brie. Anybody else in the startup squad? Drop down startup squad so you can go follow these women. They are fucking incredible coaches that we have in there. Next level women. So you share your story. You know who you are. Now from your experience and what you've lived, you're choosing who you're going to help. Most of us will be like, I'm going to help me five years ago. A lot of us end up doing that. And I love that because it's so easy. You know, y'all be listening to my podcast. I love you. My Instagram audience is amazing. Ah, man, I listen to your podcast. It's like you're in my head. I am in your fucking head. Julie's in the squad. Give Julie a follow. I am in your head. I was you. I lacked confidence. I didn't know who I was. I Everything I talk about on my podcast, including this on my podcast, is because I went through that. I experienced that. So, of course, I'm in your head. I was your head. We were the same head. You know what I'm saying? So then women go, oh, my God, I feel seen in what you're saying. And I go, aha, uh-huh, I hear you. I see you. Okay, we got beautiful disruptions. We got Josie Maldonado. Okay, we got Linda. Wellness Rediscover with Linda. Julie. All these ladies are in the startup squad. Follow them. They are incredible. They're doing amazing shit. They are so brave. It makes me like get emotional. It's so scary to invest in yourself. It's so scary to go for your dreams. It's so scary to put your story out there in the world. It's so scary to tell people I'm doing my business, to tell your family. It is so scary. Most people wish they could, air quotes. They say they will one day. These ladies are going right now. I'm doing this. Do they have it all figured out? No. Do I? No. No, we don't. We are working it out. We are figuring this shit out. We are brave and we're making it happen because we want to and we believe that we can. That is why. That is why. And everybody can have this. They're not special. I'm not special. We are anti-special. We're just willing to put our fucking time and money and energy where our mouth is and make our dreams a reality. And that's available to you. Is a pipe dream or a one day? What's the quote? Is one day or day one? Like, let's go. We're doing this shit. We have got to do it. If it's not going to happen by itself, the world's not going to change on its own. We need to make that change. So when we, when we unpack our story, we choose who we want to help. We know her or him or them or whoever they are. We know them. We know them very well and intimately. I have a crazy bra on today. <laughs> right? We know them really well, very intimately. So when we speak, they feel heard. They feel seen. We're not talking nonsense. And we invite them to a program, whether one-on-one or in a group setting, to work on said problem to overcome their desire. Simple as fuck. And you don't need funnels, landing pages. You don't need to buy followers or go viral, TikToking, dancing your ass off if you want to. Cool. But you don't have to do that. You build a genuine, beautiful connection and community I didn't build this because I'm special. I built this shit because I give a fuck about my people. I give a shit about you. Yes, you. Choco fucking Melbourne, Lily Mindset Coach, Ricky P, Carrie Comfort joined. What up? I give a shit about you. I care that you follow me. I care that you watch my shit. I care that you comment. I care that you listen to my podcast and you leave reviews. I give a lot of shits about that. And why I care is because this is the work that I'm here to do. So I show up for you and I show up for myself. We build connection. Connection is what builds vulnerability. 
We share. I talk about things. You tell me shit. This is a co-creation. You feel like you know me and I know you. We feel seen, heard, and understood. Then you're like, yo, when I'm looking for a coach, it's Erica. I just love how she is or I love her integrity or I love what she shares. I've seen myself in her story, blah, 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 whatever it is. And that's how people work with me. It's not because I do some trickery, sorcery strategy. The strategy is show the fuck up and share your shit with people. Be real. Be you. There's too much fake bullshit. There's too much perfectionism. There's too much fucking bullshit. (laughs) Okay? And people are tired of the bullshit. When you genuinely are caring and you're genuinely good at what you do and you know what you're talking about, people feel that, right? Can you feel it? You can feel it. And it's not a strategy. I'm, I'm not trying. What I'm doing is not trying. Don't try. Don't try to be authentic. Don't try to be caring. Don't try to be vulnerable. Just be who you is in the moment. People will feel that and they'll see that. And they'll go, yes, or they'll go, hell no. A lot of people go, hell no, the pink and the fucking nails. I don't have my nails on today. They're like swearing. I can't do it. Fantastic. Go find your person. And others are like, oh, my God, I love you. That's amazing. You're my person. And the invitation is always there. I'm always inviting. Always. Definitely too much perfectionism. Yeah. And also, too, I think that we when we go and and I was going to say order when we go and hire coaches or mentors. I think we try to hire them, like who they are so we could be like them. And I'm like, don't hire to be like someone. Nobody's trying to be like me. I'm not trying to be like anybody else. I can't be Tony Robbins. He is taken. J-Lo is taken. Oprah is taken. Marie Forleo is taken. Bad Bunny is taken. He's fully taken. Ain't nobody going to be like him. So I'm going to be like me. And I can take pieces of them and my inspiration from them, but I ain't trying to be like them. When I, when you join my programs, I'm never going to tell you, say what I say, dress how I dress, talk like I talk, be like me, look like me, do what I do. Yuck. Run. Gross. <laughs> no. No. Be you. Create your way. Create your path. Yeah? This is not about you buying a program and you end up being like your mentor or like your coach because you don't know who you is. Like, absolutely not. We totally diverted off a niching. The point of the story is, if you don't know who you're talking to, if you don't have clarity on how you help these people and who they are, I promise you, you will get lost in the wind. You will feel like it's so noisy on social media. The internet is noisy. I don't see any noise. There's no noise. I have a microphone. That's the only noise I hear. That's the only noise I hear my own. (laughs) I'm so damn loud. I don't hear anybody else. And that's how it should be. I'm not looking to the sidelines. What are they doing? What should I be doing? No, I'm doing what I need to do. And when you're focused on your shit and you know who you help, you are, you, that shit wakes you up in the morning. I, I jump out of bed. I woke up this morning at 545. I had three hours and 57 minutes of sleep because I watched that hustle movie last night and I couldn't sleep. I was thinking about all kinds of things. Right. And I woke up, went to yoga. I'm, I'm on fire. I'm on fire for this work because I'm obsessed with the women I get to help. I'm obsessed with them. I think about you guys in a non-creepy way all the time. What could I share? What quotes come to me in my sleep? I wake up. I'm fucking writing at night, texting shit in my Evernote. Wild. I'm obsessed with this. Find something that you give a fuck about and you're obsessed with that you know because you've lived it. Get some skills. 
choose your person. And remember, at the end of the day, it's a stepping stone. Am I only going to help coaches and only going to help women in the sisterhood? Fuck no. I'm doing some Tony Robbins shit. Tony Robbins helps business people. He helps all. He helps everybody. But he didn't start like that. Look at Oprah. How did Oprah start? Oprah started as a journalist. That's how Oprah started. Does she do that now? No. She does not. She does a lot of shit. She wouldn't have been allowed to do all the shit she does if she started with that big ass elephant. She bit the baby toe. She little by little took her steps. That's what you're doing. Little by little taking your steps. And when you don't, when you don't niche and you don't master, you don't get mastery in this area. You try to be like one size fits all. You try to be like the jack of all trades, master of none. Your shit's all over the place. I'm sorry. Instead of going a, a fucking wide, go deep. Go small and go deep. Own that shit. Become a specialist. Become a specialist in what you do and who you do it for. Loud. Become super loud. Slice of the pie. Go for the salmon. That's what you do. And then everyone's like, oh, you're the specialist that does that thing? I'll leave you with this last example. Last example. I say this to my startup squad ladies. You go to the doctor because you have a headache or you have a heart pain and you go to the doctor, the normal doctor, the everyday doctor. You walk into the doctor. They go, oh, here's some Tylenol. Here's some Panadol. Here's some headache medicine. Here's a prescription. You're fine. Right? There you go. Go. The doctor gives you that. You pay 50 bucks. Maybe, maybe not. Bulk bill, whatever. That's it. You go to the heart surgeon. You need a referral. Number one, he's a specialist or she's a specialist. You get a specialist referral to the heart surgeon. What do they do? Heart surgery. They're going to cut your heart open and perform surgery and you're going to trust them. Why? Because they're not a general doctor. They're a fucking heart surgeon. They are specialized as fucking heart surgery. You're going to pay a shitload, maybe (laughs) $15,000, not $100, $15,000 happily smiling because you don't want the general doctor cutting your heart open, do you? No, you want the heart surgeon who's fucking specialized and who knows what they're doing. And you go, yup, I know you know. Here's the money. Do the thing that you do. You don't question. You don't second guess. The general doctor, you're not so sure. When you're having a baby, you want a birth photographer taking a photo or or an everyday photographer, a wedding photographer. You don't want the wedding photographer in the fucking birth room. Okay? They'll be trying to get a perfect shot, fucking flashing the birthing woman. No. Okay? You need to make sure that you specialize in what you do and not forever, just for now. If you got big legacy, take a breath, fucking patience, focus, mofo, focus that shit right there and put it to the side. My coaching school was to the side for a long time. 2023, that shit's coming right here because the sisterhood's rocking, startup squad's rocking. It only makes sense in our ecosystem of the queen of confidence world that we have a school because when I die, the shit's not going to die. Because this shit's not about Erica. That's why it's not called Erica Kramer. It's called sisterhood. It's called startup squad. It's not called Erica Kramer coaching. Because a fuck about Erica Kramer. I'm going to go. People aren't going to know me. They're going to do their thing. And I'm going to love it. Because I'm genuinely here to build a legacy. That's how we build legacy. We have got to be patient step by step. We got to know who we help, how we help them. Legitimately help our clients get results. Some of us have programs that don't get any results because you pack 70,000 things into the program. Again, scarcity. Yo, I'm telling you, I love you, squad. Stina Fadi is also in the squad, so go and give her a follow. So why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because it's important and it's a big fucking problem. Your impatience is messing with you. Your lack to see the future, you can't see what's in front of you. 
See the future and put the future over there on a fucking vision board where it belongs and go, I'm coming back for you. How will you come back for your big ass vision if your ass is broke? How will you come back for your big ass vision if you have no damn clients and you have no community and no audience and no following and no email list? How will you come back? You won't come back. Then your vision never happens. It never happens. And you become, it's a pipe dream. How many people have a pipe dream? A lot of people. How many people will ever go for their dream? A lot of people will not, which is so sad. And if you think you're going to be one of the people that do, you better focus. You better get them blinders, hot pink sequence blinders on. Focus, palante, laser focus. Stop looking to the side. Stop asking your mom and your dad and your fucking cousin and your broke friends what they think. They don't fucking know. Get a mentor, get around community and focus on your shit so that you can actually be the woman that you said you wanted to be. Because you can. That's it. Okay. I'm on fire. I'm about to hang up. I love you. What's up, Carlo? Oh my God, I love you. Give Carlo a follow too. He's the best. And and Vu, what's up, Justine? Vu, just shapeshift is also in the squad. Here's the thing. You want to know about the squad? DM me. I'm a human. I am here. I'm going to be on my phone. Hey, Erica, I want to know, could you help me? If you're a coach, I could help you. If you're willing to niche, I could help you. If you hate social media and people, I can't help you. If you want to make money and you want to make impact and you want to show the fuck up and actually go for what you want, why are you waiting? Message me. Squad is open. Let's make it happen. If you have questions, hit these women up who have said I'm in the squad. Don't ask me. Ask them. Ask them what they think about it. That's the best fucking thing ever. Just putting it out there for anyone is here thinking about joining Startup Squad straight up. This is your sign to join. Best thing I've done. I love you, Tina. I'm so happy. We got Stina Fadi. Hit her up. Hit her up. Hit all these people up or hit me up and ask me the question. Whatever you do, don't sit in mutiny. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Be a fucking yes or a hell no. None of this, I don't know. Tomorrow I could get hit by a bus. Tomorrow. And here's what I know. My children know who the fuck their mother was. The world knew who I was. I already left a legacy. It's already in the making. The program will get handed to someone else. This shit will not die with me. As Wayne Dyer says, don't let the music, don't die with the music still in you. Stop acting like you got a lot of time. We don't know how long we have. Stop fucking waiting. You are breathing. Let's go. Make it fucking happen. That's it. That is fucking it. The strategies, yes, we can teach you. Can you learn 100%? Do you need to have a fucking degree? No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. If you got questions, hit me up while the squad is open. It's going to fucking close and you're going to miss your chance to do the damn thing. It is scary. You should be scared. Yes, you have skid marks. Cool. You're on the right fucking track. None of this shit was easy. Nobody said it's going to be easy as if it's going to be easy, but you will be well supported and mentored and you will be guided and you'll be in beautiful community, which is what women need. We need each other right now, especially. All right. I love you. Have the best day. If you enjoyed this live and you know anybody who needs to listen to this, please tag them in this or share in your stories. I love you. I appreciate you so much for being here so much. I love your face. Cuídate. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes. Subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it. And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to. And I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.